Hi, I'm Sherry Youngward. Welcome to the Quiet Place podcast. This is a place for you to come up for air anytime, day or night, and find a quiet moment of replenishment and rest. I am so glad you are here. If you would like to hear about upcoming gatherings, new music, and women's events, please join my email list. Also, if you would like to help support this podcast, first of all, thank you. You can do all these things at sherryyoungward.com. Thanks again. This episode is dedicated to Kathy and Dean. Proverbs 16:24. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Another version says it this way. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. To think we may be used to bring health to someone with gracious and pleasant words, what a gift we hold. David Gusick writes, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb. There is wonderful power in our words to bring blessing and pleasantness to others. In ancient biblical culture, nothing was as sweet as honey from the honeycomb. And pleasant words can be just as sweet and wonderful. Another commentator wrote, One might recall, in line with the use of this imagery, how Jonathan's eyes brightened when he ate the honeycomb. 1 Samuel 14, 27 Such is the uplifting effect of pleasant words. I have entered a room heavy-hearted and left changed, a weight lifted, my heart warmed, all due to the words I heard and received. Words can also flatten us and keep us up at night. I've experienced that too. You probably have as well. Picture a blank piece of paper with a pen next to it. The words you write on that paper have the power to build up and bring healing. On the other hand, the words on that page can crush and disable. Words can change a life. Proverbs 12 verse 18 says, There is one who speaks rashly, like the thrusts of a sword but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Healing or health here means restoration, renewal, a remedy, or cure. Words of kindness, words of grace, words of forgiveness, words of wisdom bring healing. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and healing to the bones, sweet to the soul, the inner being with its thoughts and emotions. I like what Gill's exposition had to say. I found this on the Bible Hub website. 
and they are health to the bones. They are the wholesome words of our Lord Jesus. They are the means of curing the diseases of the mind, of healing wounded spirits and broken hearts and broken bones. They make the bones which were broken to rejoice. What heals the bones strengthens the whole man, a man's strength lying much in his bones. These strengthen the inward man, cause believers to go from strength to strength and hold on and persevere to the end. How we need words that heal and strengthen. How we need words to hold on and persevere. Can you remember words spoken or written or sung that impacted you? Before I came to faith, I had gotten into trouble. I drove my car off the road late at night or early in the morning might be more accurate. My friend who had been with me that night called later in the morning and said she woke her mom up and they prayed for me. The thought of them praying for me impacted me greatly, even though I didn't say anything. I couldn't believe they would think of me when I wasn't there. Later, I went back to the place where I crashed. I saw that there was a cement post right before and a ditch just after where I went off the road. I landed in the safest place possible, sideways on a grassy hill. If it wasn't for the words, we prayed for you, I wouldn't have thought about God at all. But when I drove back in the light of day, and saw how close I had come to a much worse crash, I couldn't help but wonder, is there someone who answers prayer? It wasn't long after that, the same woman who prayed for me then said these words to me while I sat in her kitchen. Can I pray for you? I ended up praying with her and asking her God, Jesus, to come into my heart. Words can change a life, especially words inspired by the Holy Spirit. A lot of what I'm sharing in today's episode, I shared at a recent Shelter to Shelter online gathering and also to my wonderful email list. The next day I received this message from Jerry. Not too long after Shelter to Shelter was over, I got a call from one of my grad students. She was concerned about an assignment due because she couldn't focus. Her grandfather was dying. I asked her if I could pray for her and she burst into tears. I prayed with her. Then she said, I have never had a teacher ask me to pray. The message ended, God is amazing. I don't need to know the grad student's name to know she left that conversation in much better condition than before the conversation. She was met by gracious words, and they changed her. 
I bet she won't soon forget. I love the picture painted in Psalm 1. As we consider and meditate on God's words day and night, we will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. We become a place of shade, rest, and health for others. We are surrounded with humans who need gracious and pleasant words. Don't you? I know I do. May the Lord empower us to speak words that leave health in their wake. Like Jerry and her grad student. I will read to you from Luke 4, 1 Corinthians 13, a different version than I read last week, Galatians 5, and Psalm 1. So, take a nice deep breath and settle in while I read to you now. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging symbol. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no records of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. 
that the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do.